0: Welcome to the Velvet Machete Leadership Podcast. Become a confident, compassionate leader while sharpening your brand from the inside out. It's time to gear up to learn from expert guests and your host, Amber Hurdle. Stay, Welcome to the Velvet Machete leadership, stay, leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Hurdle, and I appreciate you taking your super valuable time to spend it with me and my amazing guest. As you know, the Velvet Machete Leadership Uh, Whole philosophy has a five step journey. And the very first one is build your personal brand because we don't think that you can create your uh, supportive environments or master your communication or master your engagement or really become influential ultimately, if you don't start first with that self-awareness and make sure that what other people are thinking about you is actually who you really are authentically and at your core, like your DNA level. So today's guest is going to dig deeper into that. And we are going to have her expertise to help enlighten you on what does that even mean? So let me tell you about our fabulous person today. Victoria Kennedy is the CEO of Victorious PR, a media agency that helps entrepreneurs and real estate brokerages, among others, get featured in industry-specific publications, local press, podcasts, and top publications to be seen as industry leaders in their fields. Victoria has been featured in over 200 publications, including Forbes, Entrepreneur, TV and radio stations, and the TEDx stage, please in your cars on the treadmill, give a warm applause to Miss Victoria <laughs> Kennedy. Thanks so much for being on the show today.
1: Oh, thanks for having me. I, can you just intro me for my whole life? Cause that was amazing. <laughs> like, wow, that sounds really cool.
0: Thank you for that. <laughs> I'm leaving Nashville. I'm going on tour with Victoria as her hype man. Okay. <laughs> so Victoria, um, Let's, I know we're, I know we're going to get into the media part of it, but I have my definition of personal branding. Everybody else has their definition. I think there's a little bit of a disconnect because it's like, oh, is that what Instagram models do? And it's like, no, that's what a CEO does too. So can you just unpack that for us? Like what is personal branding to Victoria Kennedy?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. That's a big question. A big misnomer is people think, oh no, I don't need to promote myself. It's business, business, business. But Mm -hmm. here, the thing about COVID that was both a blessing and a curse is it showed people how important the branding and personal branding is. Here's the thing. A lot of businesses shut down overnight. They were just completely gone. That doesn't mean the CEOs were bad. The CEOs had to pivot, right? right? But unless you have a personal brand, How You're starting from scratch. You're reinventing the wheel every single time you have a new business development. However, if you take the time to build your personal brand, people are going to follow you whether you start a new business tomorrow because they trust you. They don't care if you're selling the real estate or a new book you wrote or an app you're launching. They trust you and they'll follow you no matter what.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. And it is about trust. It's, it's really being able to define and position your values So people know how, where does this person fit into my world? Like, yes. cause you know, I don't remember which I, I've done so many podcast episodes in the past couple of days, but, um, we were talking about how we just kind of, we orbit ourselves and that's wow. not how it works, right? So if, if you know that you're orbiting yourself and that everything about your life revolves around you, then you can assume that other people assume that too. And so you've got to show where you fit into that person's life. What value do you bring? So how do you go about, like, what's your framework to help people define that? Cause it's easy to say, And it's like, well, I've got all these things. I like yoga and I do this and I cook, but I'm also a, you know, a shrewd business person. Like where do we begin? Yes.
1: Yes. It's about finding that Marvel story, right? What is your hero story? And that's, once you find that hero story, you need to keep with that story, keep with that consistency because people want consistency more than anything. Mm -hmm. And you can throw it all in there, right? You can say, look, I mean, my story is I was an opera singer right i right. was you know, re- in real estate before i was in pr all those things are a part of my marvel story but at the end of the day people know me as pr they mm-hmm. know victoria kennedy number 1 pr girl got it right yeah. so same for you like don't deny all these different things about yourself that's what makes you human what makes you unique you know throw in that you're a you're a mother or you were in pageants or you did whatever it is that makes you unique Throw that in, embellish that, you know, tell people it's what makes people want to connect with you. But then at the end of the day, all those things led to your ultimate goal, which is who you are right now.
0: Yeah. We, um, in my velvet machete leadership, uh, academy, the, and and anybody who's seen the keynote, we talk a lot about following your breadcrumbs because they want some kind of magic formula where, you know, they just suddenly know. And it's like, well, you gotta, you gotta dig through your history. (laughs) Where are the common threads and what is the, um, you know, in all of these different areas of your life, what is bubbling up to be true about you? Um, and, and I have to say too, for me, part of my big story of why I got into personal branding is because I had to figure it out for myself. And so I feel like Adele singing hello. But <laughs> people want to hear about the fact that I got knocked up at 16 years old and I had to figure yeah. life out. And, yeah. and so a lot of my leadership philosophy, my branding philosophy and all that kind of stuff is from that moment. And you know just kind of to your you know your point of what's the thing? Well, I don't know how many personal branding experts out there could be like, yeah, I learned it because I had a kid when I was 16. So don't be afraid either. Sorry. Now I'm pontificating. Um, Don't be afraid to use the harder stuff as part of your story too. Absolutely.
1: And so we get sort of two types of people. There's the people who are like, yes, Victoria, I've gone through some major stuff in my life. I just don't know how to put it all together. Right. And then it's like, okay, well, we're going to just hit moments Obviously we can't say everything. So let's hit the big moments in your life, right? Mm -hmm. And tell the story. But then there's the other people who are like, Victoria, nothing's happened to me. I'm not interesting. I don't deserve to be in the spotlight. I don't, I'm not a good candidate for PR. And to that, I say, yes, you are. You've made it this far. You are a role model, whether you think so or not. You're influencing somebody's lives. Every single time you post on Facebook, especially if you're a successful business owner, if you have any position of even a little bit of clout, people are looking up to you like, wow, how did he or she do what she did? You know, you have something valuable to say. And sometimes it takes talking to a publicist, talking to a best friend of, let me just talk through my story with you. And you'll realize that you didn't get here out of nothing. Creation doesn't happen out of nothing, right? right? You came out of somewhere. And sometimes it just takes talking to someone else to really figure out your Marvel story.
0: Yeah. That's great. And that's where somebody like you really comes in and is able to harvest. Like they can just talk out their eyeballs yeah. and, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and they are like, this is all very boring, normal stuff. And you're like, I'm mm-hmm. going to cherry pick that. I'm going to cherry pick this. I'm going to put it all yes. together to, to help that. And, and the other thing too, like, I know I really struggled with this early on is I see myself as, I mean, I guess I didn't put myself as a a leader or an expert or how people were kind of trying to position me because I was like, I'm just like you. I just, I'm gifted in these areas. Like you're gifted. Hey, can you, can you swing a hammer and make it hit the nail? Like, I can't do that. You're impressive to me. Like, so what's the difference, Mm -hmm. but what I learned through my coaches and, and, you know, peers and people who are, you know, a few steps ahead of me is that everybody's looking for someone to follow. Yes. And so you can do it. You could step up and you could be that leader with whatever it is that is in your Marvel story, or you can, um, you can. I would say let them down because then some Joe Schmo who doesn't care about their best interests is going to step in there and potentially lead them wrong. So, yes. so what hiccups do you see? other than the, the obvious people coming to me like, I'm too vanilla, Victoria. I don't know if this is for me. What other hiccups do you see business owners or business executives experiencing when you're working with them on, on PR, their personal brand?
1: I think when people think PR, they think Forbes, yeah. <laughs> you know, they think, Oh, you're going to get me on the cover of time magazine. Right. They think that, that PR is this, this thing. And I always like to say, you know, if you are in the roofing business, how is Forbes going to help you besides right. helping your ego? Right. Right. So, so my job is a lot of ego check of like, Hey, <laughs> hey, this might be nice for you and to hang on your mantle or whatever, but what's in your best interest and what is in your client's best interest? Yeah. You know, you may think, Oh, I need all these profile pieces about how awesome I am. But what about what your audience needs? Mm-hmm. They need you to be stepping up as we talked about as a thought leader, as a role model, we need advice pieces about you. You're in roofing. The three mistakes that roofers make about marketing mm-hmm. in 2021, right? That's valuable information where they're like, whoa, that, that blows my mind. Who wrote this piece? Whose advice is this? I need to follow this person. This is the person I want running my ads or doing my roof or whatever it is. It's so holistic. And so uh, the mistake I see a lot of CEOs, business owners make is think it's like, oh, well, I need all these external accolades No, what does your clients need show up for them be on roofing today when i was in real estate i was in inman news realty 411 real trends right i was hanging out and i was in publications that my audience actually cared about it's about being an industry leader to your audience become the number number one authority in your niche that's going to give you the biggest ROI and truly make you rise above your competition
0: so, what about the people who don't really understand their niche? So, we we're gonna have everybody listening to this from salon and spa owners. We have um, we have CEOs of of you know medium sized companies, construction. So, those are all pretty niched. I mean, like roofing. We've got um, interior yeah. design. All, all the things. Like lots in for some reason. Lots from real estate to like we're putting in some yeah. granite definitely a lot in there too. But then we have like coaches and consultants and, and speakers and authors. Yeah.
1: Everybody has their own niche. You need to go out. You need to find out where's my audience hanging out online. What are they listening to? Which podcasts are they listening to? Mm-hmm. Which magazines are they actually reading? Which magazines do they actually care about? Not what you or your ego cares about, but what your audience cares about. And, and what are, how those. do they find
0: that? How do they like, let's just say, cause I've I get a lot of emails from my listeners (laughs) and, and, and I give this advice myself um, and, and they say, well, how do I know? Because I'm just starting out or how do I know? Like I've only been in business for like three years or I've been doing this and I have customers in all different industries. So how can they like really zero in on something to start building that, that niche authority, which you and I know blossoms Mm -hmm. into even other, you know, other industries.
1: Yeah. Niche authority is huge. So you need to find out who is your ideal audience. If you're a business owner, you know it, you know it. You can't serve everybody. You can only serve one type of people, right? Then you can expand once you get to that certain place, but Mm -hmm. you have a certain kind of audience that you like working with. Just start there. Who do you like working with? Who's your favorite type of audience to work with, right? I'm going to tell you right now, because I've heard a lot of people say, Victoria, I don't know how to get on podcasts. I'm not big enough to get on a podcast, for example. All right, every single person, that's listening to this right now, listen up, you know, at least five people on your social media, Facebook or Instagram that is in the media, Mm -hmm. you know, at least five that either have their own podcast. Uh, they write for a blog. They're a contributor to some publication. You make a mission post. You just say, Hey, who on my friends list has a podcast. I'd love, I'm an expert in real estate. Boom. You're going to get people saying I do, or Hey, you should talk to so-and-so that does Everybody knows somebody you're two degrees of separation away from that podcast. Yeah. Just take action. Life yeah. rewards the action takers.
0: Yeah. And I'll be just completely transparent. I mean, I get everyone from Deborah Lee James who's the first, um, uh, F- CEO equivalent of the air force female of the air force. And, yes. you know, I've uh, names like that. And then I've also had people that I knew were just starting out, but the way that they pitched me was so much better than the way that even some of the publicists pitched me that I'm like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to interview you and we're going to promote the fire out of it because you took that action and the podcasting community, which I've been in for (laughs) eight years, (laughs) um, it's a good community. It's there, are there some egos in there? Yeah, there are, but by and large, the podcast community are full of people who are just doing the best they can to serve their audiences. And if, and if, you know, if you can show to your, to your, um, your advice of, of niching and figuring out their problems and talking about those problems. If you can show that you're going to serve my audience, I'm way more interested in you than seeing another person who's been in Forbes. I've been in Forbes. You've been in Forbes. No offense. We've seen it. Okay. How are you going to serve my audience? What value are you going to bring?
1: So that brings me to another point. So the reason I'm able to get my clients into top tier publications is before I even pitch somebody, if it's like, okay, my client needs to be in this publication. Like I gotta get him in. I will. And this is a good tip, guys. If you're doing this yourself, if you're DIYing this. Listen Take to this. Take notes. Like if you are like, it is my heart's desire to be in Ink Magazine. Let's just say, right? Like I gotta be in this magazine. Okay, what do you have to be in that magazine? Do you need to be in the business section, the marketing section, the real estate section? Find out the section. Who are the top contributors? Find the top contributors. Find the editors. Follow them on Twitter. Here's the thing, writers' preferred platform is Twitter. You have Mm -hmm. to follow, not if you like Instagram, that's fine for you, but that's not where they're hanging out. Tell you right Mm -hmm. now, writers are on on Twitter. You get a Twitter.
0: That's where I get all my news.
1: I'll follow them for a week. I'll like their stuff, I'll heart, I'll comment, I'll express interest in them and in their audience before I even pitch them. Then after a week, they know who I am. They see I've been commenting. I'm like, hey, I got a client for you. It's going to blow your audience away. It's going to talk about X, Y, and Z. It's going to be so great for your audience. Boom. I didn't talk about what I needed. All I did was give and give and give. And then it was an easy yes. Make it as mm-hmm. easy as possible to say yes. Remember, this isn't what's in it for you. It's what's in it for the people
0: say yeah. that all the time. Okay. For those of you who are listening on your favorite podcast <laughs> app or on Alexa or whatever, you didn't see me do the happy dance, but if you're watching <laughs> on YouTube, <laughs> that happy dance was yeah. because that's the question, right? What's in yeah. it for me. That's what everybody wants mm-hmm. to know. And you, if you're not thinking that way with the people that you're pitching or the, or the audience that you're serving or the people you're trying to sell to, like you're, you're a lost cause. Mm-hmm. It's nobody cares about you. You got to make it about them. It's it's their world. You got to go get in their world. So, okay. So now we know what personal branding is, why we need it. Um, we've talked about um, the best places to pitch. So we're, we're looking for niche audiences and where your actual mm-hmm. customer is going to be hanging out because mm-hmm. PR is all great for the ego we can have all the vanity metrics in the world and have beautiful things on our walls. But if it doesn't translate to business, we're not really getting a return on our time or money investment.
1: And you totally can. Like I've built my entire business just from organic and PR, mm. you know? So those people who say like, well, where's the ROI? I mean, I'm walking the walk, talking the talk. Like mm. I built my business to seven figures in one year, no wow. paid ads, all wow. PR, all organic because I was seen as an authority. So guys, like I seriously, I'm the living proof. This stuff works. It's worth putting your time into putting investments into.
0: So can we take kind of a bigger step back? So, you know, you, you talk about industry specific publications, you're talking about Mm -hmm. podcasts, you're talking about, um, you know, the bigger publications, maybe even some local stuff that to somebody who doesn't have a brain wired like yours and mine, because let's be real PR people are, we're weird. Um, (laughs) we have a lot of circuits going at the same time. Um, how do you, or what would you do to recommend that a a do-it-yourself business person, um, they're not going to create a comprehensive plan right off the bat. What's, what are the first steps that they can take? And then can we, after that kind of jump to once you have that foundation, here's Mm -hmm. like the next level that you can go to.
1: Yeah. So I'll give you three steps where to start mid and then where to go. All right. So first things first, you need to have a profile funnel. Absolutely. Now you probably like Victoria, what's profile funnel. Well, let me explain when somebody gets to your social media, be it a friend, a prospect, whatever you have three seconds to impress them. Three, that's it. They're going to scroll for three seconds and make an assessment about you, whether you like it or not. That's just the way it is. If I don't know what you do within the first three seconds, you've lost me as a customer and you've lost my credibility, Mm -hmm. right? If you're saying I'm the best real estate agent in the world, but all I see are pictures of your dog and what you ate yesterday. I'm sorry. I'm going, giving my business somewhere else. I can't tell you how many real estate agents are like, I can't believe my friend Sally went with a different realtor. And Sally goes, I totally forgot you sell real estate Mm. because they don't post it. I should know within three seconds. It doesn't, it's not that hard guys. You say, I sell real estate. I can help you buy or sell your next home with a link to your website or you know, your Zillow reviews page, whatever it is. Have it that way because whether you like it or not, your personal social medias are not your personal social medias. I'm sorry, that's, that's your calling card. That's your virtual business card to the world that this is who I am. This is how I show up in my life, okay? So as soon as you start treating that like business, you're gonna start seeing referrals. You're gonna start people contacting you because you're said, I'm serious. This is who I am. This is how I'm showing up. Yeah. That's step one. Yeah.
0: So now that my son's graduating from high school and it's not going to be full of him and all of his um, friends and uh, <laughs> the things that I cook and feed them, I'll be on well, the track. I have two. I, I do have two. I'm oh, sure.
1: see that's smart too. Yeah. But I always say the 80, 20 rule where 80% of the time we need to see our humanity because nobody's going to contact you if you're business 24 seven. Like we don't want to see that 80% of the time. I want to see funny memes. I want to see your dog. Like I want to see it all. But 20% of the time, like, again, I shouldn't scroll longer than three seconds before I see something business. Yeah. Something that tells me what you do
0: um, out of a uh, great respect for all of my friends, I'm like, you know what, you know what we're going to do with Nashville Gibbs, we're going to opt into him. So I actually created an account for him so that I did not flood all of my friends with oh. dog pictures, but if you want to see them, he has a oh, whole account all to himself. I love so. that. I love that. <laughs> he makes appearances sometimes as our mascot on velvet machete, but, oh um, God. okay. So that, that was, we're, we're kind of still on baseline. Yeah. 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 Okay.
1: Now step two, Reach out to your local press, especially if you said a lot of business owners are listening to it and there's a local salon or local contractor guys, your local press, they're, they're hungry for content. Mm-hmm. They're so <laughs> hungry for content, you and know, everyone's, right? Everyone's going after these big dogs. Everyone's forgetting about their local press. And here's the thing. People still read the paper guys and it's digital. People are still reading it. And the people who are reading it are the people who have money. The people who are your ideal audience, they're mm-hmm. the ones still reading the papers. Okay. And everybody loves of like, did you see Johnny was in the local paper? Oh, my cousin was just in the local paper. Like, it's still a big deal. I've been on Forbes. My mom is like, what's Forbes? I'm in our local paper. My mom's calling all our aunts, our uncles, our cousins. Right? <laughs> you know? So don't underestimate the power of starting local you know, say, Hey, I noticed I'm, I'm a nail salon and I have this great article idea about how now COVID is respected, you know, everybody can go back to getting their nails done. And these are the three things that you need to look for when you're going back to the salon so that you stay safe.
0: They're
1: going to love you. They're going to love you. They're going to ask you for more content, you know, so don't be afraid to start small. It's the easiest barrier of entry, and they're going to love to hear from you.
0: Okay. What if I can't write? Because I get a, I hear a lot of that too. Like I'm not a good writer.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing is, if you're pitching an editor, the editor's the writer, you're just pitching the idea. There you go. So yeah. Just say, I can be the expert. Here's a great idea about the salons. Can you quote me as the expert? Yeah. You're not writing it then you're just providing
0: the quote. Yeah. Y'all listen, <laughs> I've gotten my backyard. This is what PR people do when they're bored. I've got my backyard on the cover of um a like a design home magazine in Middle Tennessee and um, through another PR relationship that I have on the cover of um the Tennesseans real estate section for the home and garden show edition. <laughs> What? <laughs> and then I see them when we sold our house, I saw them sitting there. I was like, that's what a board PR person does. So if I can get my backyard featured on two different covers. You guys can get a feature in whatever it is that you need to get into um, that will help you in your niche world. I'm telling you like people, if you make it easy for them, right. Mm-hmm. If you, if you give them an idea and you lead them, maybe you give them some questions that they can ask you. Like you're you're golden. The people who are on my podcast that like give me this is what I want to talk about. Here are some key questions. They have like a a one sheet or whatever it makes my life ridiculously easy. I don't have to hunt. I don't have to do any of that. And I'm just a little podcast host. Imagine somebody who's like on deadline for tomorrow's newspaper. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. So what's next? Well, then, next is once you've got the local press, once you have that firm foundation, time to go. At time to either invest in a PR company to take you to the next level, get on TV, get on top pop podcasts and publications, or do it yourself with all the things I just said. You know, have the Twitter, follow the right followers, pitch the stories. You know, it's it is a lot of work, but it's doable. And the thing is, is I, I'd like you to. I don't want to say it's a lot of work. I would say it's investment. You're yeah. either going to invest your money or you're going to invest your time. Yeah. But I can tell you from personal experience and from my clients, it always comes back around you will make an ROI. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You will make an ROI. And here's the thing, guys, you only need to be in Forbes once, yeah. right? You and I can say it for the, to the day we die, in right. <laughs> every marketing material I have, my email signature, is it, you know, and that's constant credibility. Yeah. So that's the great thing about PR. It's always going to pay for itself. You can keep repurposing it. No matter if you start a new business tomorrow, you can keep that personal branding with you.
0: Yeah. Now let's go. So I know we've really focused on, um, the, the whole business owner side of things, which I know I have a gajillion listeners who are business owners, um, or at the, or at the helm of a, a small business. What about if I am wanting to position myself for my career, and I work for a company, maybe I'm not the CEO. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm on, you know, I'm mid-level management on track to really wanting to become C-suite level. How -hmm. can I take some of these same principles to position myself within the industry I serve?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Everything we just talked about, you can be doing, you can still be on podcasts. You know, you can position yourself as a thought leader. Start writing advice articles like, Hey, I'm a, I'm a mid-level manager. So these are the three things that you need to do in order to be the, to lead your team with grace or five different tips, how to lead your team, uh, post COVID coming back to the office space, right? You're writing thought leadership where it's like, Whoa, this person knows what they're talking about. Like they keep writing all these amazing articles about the workplace. Why wouldn't Mm -hmm. they invite you higher up? when you Mm -hmm. said, oh yeah, I've had my articles featured here. I've been featured here. I've been featured here there. That is such a stronger calling card than someone who's like, well, I've put in 20 years at this company, but that's all I've done. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Who are they going to go with you? Who's actually doing the work, diversifying yourself, making yourself an asset with or without the company.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But if you, if you have the company that you're highlighting as you're, you know, becoming an expert yourself, like they're getting free press. Like, look at the smart mm-hmm. people that we employ here. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and, and I will, I'll throw in the caveat because you know, there are two different, well, you said there's two different types of people. I'm going to throw a third one in <laughs> the, um, the self-promoting person who loves all the attention, maybe doesn't deserve it. <laughs> so we have the people who have a great backstory. We have people who think they have a vanilla backstory that we just need to dig a little bit harder. And then you have the, that person. So I would just caution those of you who might really, um, have like a love sure language. A of what's that? <laughs> I'm sure you get this pitched a lot as the podcast host. <laughs> well, there's that, but even just like, uh, you know, I work a lot with organizations. And and so the development the machete brand strategy is that we get our personal brands first. And when great personal brands are trusted and they're leading employer brands, then those strong employer brands attract and retain happy mm-hmm. employees. And when they're mm-hmm. happy, guess what happens for your customers? They're mm-hmm. getting these like people who are, fully invested in their jobs. And then you have happy customers. And so it all works together um, in those three areas of branding. That said, when I'm with some of these organizations, you can tell who they are, the self-promoters who, you know, they apply for all the awards just because they want the recognition, not because it necessarily, they're not trying to serve anybody. Um, yeah. maybe their love mm-hmm. language is, um, words of affirmation and they're like really <laughs> over the top with that, or they're just naturally wired that way, yeah. you know, use your powers for the good
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that yeah. if you are trying to position yourself in your career and you want to use public relations as a tool, just be aware that whether, whether you are or not, some people are going to think you're an attention whore and you're not, you're just being strategic and <laughs> sorry on them that they don't know how to do it or you are an attention whore and you need to dial it back a little bit. So that's just my cautionary tale. <laughs> 20 years, that. 20 years in PR. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so, so as we're, so we, you, you've beautifully taken us from like, what is PR to these really easy steps that anybody can take? What would be some like final parting words of wisdom that you would want to give um, the velvet machete leadership audience to just really give them one more nugget to walk away with?
1: The biggest nugget I can give is just take action. You Mm. know, I, the, the biggest thing, and and I'm guilty of this too. You listen to a great podcast and you're like, man, there were so many nuggets of joy in that. And then wisdom, that was great. And then you shut your laptop and you (laughs) never think about it again. You don't take action. You don't do anything. It's just, oh, that was great. Yeah. I really should do those things. I don't believe in shoulds. Okay. Mm. I believe in action and results. So if anything I said resonated with you, even if it's as simple as just going to your Facebook byline, right? This instant and putting, I help so-and-so do so-and-so. I help people just do it. Just do something. Even if it's small, even if it's one mission post after this podcast is over and you say, hey, who do I know here? And my friends that's in the media. I want to be on a podcast. Boom. It literally just that small, just take action. So my parting words is, you know, fortune favors the bold take action and give back it's not about you it's about the audience
0: yeah uh victoria you have just been such a bright spot in my day i knew i was going to like you <laughs> i was looking forward <laughs> to this interview Yay! um i love just how you shoot people straight and you you demystify it like it's not that hard like just do this yeah. one thing and then that's step 1 yeah. um npr is a kind of a nebulous world sometimes yes. for a lot of people so be, yeah. thank you so much for being on the show we Greatly appreciate you.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much too. And if anybody's interested, you can find me at victoriaspr.com. And also please, I'm a real person. So find me on Facebook. I'm Victoria Kennedy. You know, send me a message. Just say, Victoria, I love the podcast. I had a question about it. Whatever you need help with. Like, honestly, I love doing business people to people. So I'm not some, you know, this person up in the sky here. I'm a real person. Shoot me a message. I'll help you in any way I can.
0: Yeah, I love that. And we will have um, victoriouspr.com in the show notes. Um, we will also have um, her Facebook. I think we have yeah her LinkedIn as well. So connect, connect, connect. and um, And I know you're super responsive. Y'all. So, um, I, I hear that from from my guests all the time. They're like, wow, your people actually write. I'm like, yes, they do, because they are our action takers. So, yes. just another huge thank you for being a part of my community, for um, hanging out with me and Victoria today. Please, if you got value from today and you haven't already, I know so many of you have been so great to um, leave a rating and review. Or if you're on YouTube, give us a little thumbs up, leave a comment. Um, and share with your friends if you think this type of information on how to be the most amazing leader, positioned perfectly as you possibly can be, then share this uh, this podcast with them. And I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in. Mentioned resources can be found at amberhurdle.com. Be sure to leave a rating and review in your favorite podcast app and subscribe so you never miss an update. As always, thank you to The Coup for our intro and outro music. See you next time.